ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, service, family members, my beloved. Uh, This is Daniel White the third son of Daniel White Jr., the most loving man I ever met outside of, of course, Jesus Christ, and that is on this earth. And uh, he's in heaven now. Lord willing, I'll be up there soon with him and my brother. And... uh, I am the president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode, if you will, 590, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement, allows us to read the whole Bible as a single, true, non-fiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's word and plan in history, in the present, and in the future. Today, beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 10, Verses 22 through 32. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22 through 32. Shall we all pray? If you're with me, don't listen to me pray. I'm going to pray as God leads me. And yes, I'm going to continue to pray for my family, and I'm going to pray for yours too. But I'm going to pray for my family. Uh, first and pray for other Christian families and other families that don't know Christ and I'm just going to pray as God leads me to pray and I'm going to pray the way God wants me to pray Uh, I am a firm believer in every season of life now you hear me well if you are a born-again child of God God is going to give you a certain prayer now you have the liberty to pray other things and and add to it and so forth but in every season of your life God's going to give you a certain prayer to make sure you're covered you understand what I'm saying to you everybody has a prayer yeah you can pray the Lord's prayer that's the Lord's prayer that he taught you which is really the disciples prayer he, he wants you to use that as a guide you can pray the whole thing if you want to, but uh, when I pray, I use that as a guide, and, uh, and I include certain parts of it in the prayer that God gave me to pray. See, do you hear what I'm saying to you? I want you to understand that. If you are a born-again child of God, God's going to give you a prayer that he wants you to pray, and he wants you to be faithful in praying that it may be for 500 days. It may be for a thousand days. There's certain things you need to be praying for. Because you have a certain, you have a certain, you have certain kinds of devils that you got to deal with in your family and in your life. And they have, they have, they're different devils than mine. Okay? They're things that God will put on your heart to watch out for that you need to pray about. Regarding your family and your situation and even your life. Okay? 
So when I when I pray, Lord, deliver me from temptation, evil, and sin, I'm only talking about one thing. Fat, beautiful women. P-H-A-T, fat. That's my temptation. My wife's uh, temptation and uh, besetting sins are pride, stubbornness, and rebelliousness. Which includes lying and lying to her husband and stealing from her husband, and stealing from her children and lying on her children. Yes, sir. Uh, she has done these things for years. So she says, she says to me that she does not have the temptation that I have. She she's never been tempted by a man in her life. But these are her temptations. These are her sins, and you have yours. You have yours, and you need to pray about that. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked at my temptation. That's the only temptation I have. If, if I go down, it's going to be a fat, beautiful woman. That's my temptation. been my temptation all of my life. You say, have you ever been tempted by a man? Hell to the no. Excuse me, Dr. Evans. Excuse me, Dr. Russell Moore. I love you. And I appreciate you. I know you don't want me to talk like that. I appreciate it. I, I, no, sir. No, ma'am. <clears throat> One day we were out soul winning in front of the NCO club after I got saved. We were fired up and ready to go. Walter Lake, myself, we were out there. That, you know, the, the NCO club used to be our stomping ground. I mean, we were up in the club before I got saved. Running women. And we were out there witnessing across the street from the NCO club passing our gospel tracks. And I, 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 I tickled uh, Walter Lake, who was, you know, a stern, strong, you know, man like I am, and and he, he cracked up with a homosexual. That was my first experience with uh, a homosexual. A homosexual man, I was passing out a track, and uh, a homosexual man came by, and uh, and uh, I gave him a track. Walter Lake was right beside me. And uh, and he says something like, oh, okay, you people are Christians? And some, some kind of a little homosexual twisting and turning kind of a way. And I, I, I said, yes, yes, I was so stunned by the homosexual. I said, yes, yes, I am, just like that, in a very military fashion, very stern fashion, to let this joker know, get up here, take the gospel track, get saved somewhere, but get up out of my face. And Walter Lake fell out laughing. <laughs> he said, i never seen you talk to somebody like that. <laughs> Uh, way back then, that's over. That's almost forty years ago. I mean, it's forty over forty years ago. And so he he cracked up. He I mean, belly laughed. I mean, he was so taken aback by how I I dealt with that joker. Uh, but uh, so no, no, never in my life. I never had that thought in my mind ever. And you shouldn't have that thought either. So that is my temptation. Beautiful. Uh, voluptuous women. If I go down, that's the reason why I'm going to go down. My wife's temptation is pride, stubbornness, and rebelliousness. She says she has never had that temptation to be with another man other than her husband. And, uh, and, and, and but now what is also grouped together with pride, stubbornness, and rebelliousness, which is witchcraft, and the Jezebel spirit is lying, dishonesty, and deceit. She has lied on me. She's lied on her children. Lied in front of her children about uh, little minor things. Uh, which is just unnecessary. But what will, but brings the question up. If you would lie about stealing my cake out of the refrigerator and stealing my cashews, when my daughters had to come running to me and tell me that you were stealing my cashews. You say, your wife was stealing your cashews? Yes, she's done that. 
And but I thought y'all were married. No, aren't you supposed to share things like this? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we don't have it like that. See, if we had it like that, it'd be fine. And uh, but the, the situation is, you need to ask for. Uh, she, my wife has asked me because I I'll be looking forward to having my cashew while I'm looking at uh, the news or whatever in the evening when I'm relaxing. But those are her temptations, which include lying and stealing. And so, uh, uh, you have to pray for your wife and your husband and your children. Because, see, all of that bleeds down into your children. Yes, yes, I, ha- I, ha- I have two children who had a little problem with stealing. Well, f- really four. A little problem with stealing way back when they were younger, and I had to break them of that. That come down evidently come down through their mother, because I haven't stolen anything in since 42 years by the grace of God. Now I used to steal some things uh, before I got saved. I guess they got it from that too. Uh, I told you about the time I stole some beer. We didn't have any money. Me and my gang, we went in the store, just walked walked in and walked out years ago. And uh, uh, so uh, they got it honest. Well, I know, I know you sweet evangelicals, and you, and you know you people are in trouble. You don't like stuff like that. You don't like for people to be transparent and open. But I do thank God that uh, the people at church leaders they're starting to realize the value of that. We don't, we don't want to be shocked anymore about your marriage falling apart. And 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 uh, you're falling down with falling uh, down to the ground with Sylvia, and you have a girlfriend on the side, and we saw you on a- uh, Ashley Madison. We don't want to be shocked anymore. Uh-uh, just tell the truth on yourself. And all you pastors who drink wine every day with your meal, or once a week, or any time you got you got your stash. Of wine at your house or in your office, and you tell other people that wine drinking wine is wrong, and you want them to uh, think you are a teetotaler and you're not. You need to stop lying. Wine is a blessing. All of you theologians know that. Yes, there are warnings, but there's warnings about eating too much too. You glutton. You'll be better off if you want to be a glutton to drink a little wine to, to help you stay alive longer. You liar. That's right, I'm calling you a liar to your face. Got your wife and got other people going down to get you some uh, Patron and wine and even hard liquor. A pastor, this, uh, pastor just got fired for uh, being a drunkard. Out of control. Good mind. Good mind. And, 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 and uh, was having uh, an impact. But we have people in our families and in our churches who don't need to drink because they're they're drinking to get drunk. And if you got a mama or daddy who's a drunkard, then you're going to end up being a drunkard too. Probably, in most cases. You don't need to touch it. If you got something going on on inside of you, that you want to always get high, that, you know, there's something like that going on uh, in the church today. You don't touch anything. But if you can enjoy a glass of wine with your meal, that's one of the great blessings of life, my friend. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. But things have gotten out of hand so bad with people coming from hellhole families and drunkard families. Pastors just want to, you know, they, they try to be safe and keep everybody from doing that. And that's fine if that's what, if that's what you want to do. But don't lie on the Bible. Don't lie on God when he gave wine as a blessing. But he did not give some of these other things you're taking, these drugs. This pastor got in trouble for drunkenness and for taking some pills, uh, medication. It was given to him for pain or whatever, and he kept on taking it and, and lying about it and getting it. And now he's in trouble. They fired him. 
But anyway, my beloved, you pray as God leads you. You got everybody got demons they got to deal with in their family. And listen to me very carefully. You better learn how to pray for your family members and your friends. Nobody's going to pray for your family and your friends like you. Right here. Put that down. Move your hand down. There's, there's none on that. That's fine. Let, let your hands hang down. Don't lean on that. You have family members that you need to pray for until the day you die. And some of you have family members that I don't know if God's going to have you praying for them while you're in heaven or not. If He will let you, you should. Okay? Because there are some generational curses that come down the pike, buddy. You got people who have a spirit of argumentation and anger and bitterness and resentment. It has nothing to do with their childhood, but it comes down from their grandmothers and their grandfathers. And it comes down from their aunts and uncles and, 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 and friends. Devilish friends they hang around. Evil communication corrupt good manners. And parents, as long as you have done your job and you left it all on the field... God will make it turn out all right. However, your children are going to have to go through some things and learn things the hard way. Okay? Some of you parents go running after your children because you didn't do a good job when they were there. And and now you want to uh, create uh, this kind of continuation of family kind of a thing, uh, you know, uh, like they're still at home with you. And that's the wrong thing to do. So you got to do your job when they're there. And then, you have to pray for your children, and let them be them. And they're totally different people than you are, okay? And, and if you've done a good job, then they're going to go through some things, because they're going to test the waters, they're going to yield the temptations, they're going to uh, fool around with gutter people. And sad to say, many of these gutter people who are low down, no good devils who want to mess up your child, they're in the church. They have met, listen to me, especially, especially some of you women folk. See, some of you women folk, you have messed up your life and you have soiled your life and you've acted the whore and uh, been around town and been around a while and uh, have done evil in God's sight. You know, God gave you a husband, but you, you, you ran him off uh, because you were not worth the flip as a woman, as a wife, and as a mother. Don't get mad at me. And now you see a young, beautiful, pure, virgin girl. You want to defile her. And you got some men that you want uh, her to get with. Because you want her to mess up her life just like you, you devil. And there, and there's some pastor's wives like that. Thinking that they're going to get back at somebody because of his preaching or whatever the case might be. And you ought not to be that way. You ought to be trying to help people to stay pure and to get married in a godly manner and fashion. And they ought to want that themselves. But what happens to many young people today is that they go to the uh, uh, the lowest level. They have a tendency. They, they don't want to hang around people who have done right and have uh, done godly. Uh, they go to their basis uh, uh, nature. And they, they start running with people like that. Uh, and foolishness and doing foolishness and evil and so pray for your family pray for your children God has given you a prayer and he wants you to pray that prayer you can pray the Lord's prayer if you want to you can pray other things and ask for other things but there's a base prayer that I believe God gives every child of God at different stages in their life. He'll, he'll change the prayer. 
He will lead you in the prayer. And if you let him, he'll give you the strength to pray, even when the devil and the world and flesh and Negroes are messing with your prayer life and trying to block you from praying. Okay? So, let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for for tragedies. Uh, pardon me, Lord. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death in every way. Lord, help us to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful. Lord, in the American way, it's all about having fun. Everybody wants to have fun and, and be happy-go-lucky and so forth and so on, not understanding that's not what life is about. Lord, this is why you tell us all to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful, and you give us enough fun and joy and peace and cheerfulness to live on. And so, Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I praise you, Holy Father God, and you have taught me to say I because many people don't pray when uh, they should be praying. And I have stopped saying we for the most part. Uh, and so, Holy Father God, uh, I pray and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings. Not only now, but down through the years. Lord, thank you for bringing us through by faith miraculously and mercifully. And Holy Father God, thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for a fantastic morning in spite of the devil working. Thank you, Lord, for giving me sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, even working through my own wife, Marika White, all only designed to try to hinder me from preaching your holy gospel and your holy word. It's been this way for over 34 years. And I thank you for the privilege to be able to pray for it openly and honestly as I have prayed for her and prayed with her down through the years and as I did this morning. Help her, Lord, to see this as a warning. Help her to see this as uh, a chance for her to truly lay aside her pride and repent of her sins and get saved in a real way and in a real sense and start bearing fruit. I praise you, Holy Father God, and I thank you for blessing me to raise all seven of my children with my wife, Marika White, by myself. And I thank you that uh, the things I told her to do and insisted that she do uh, she did them uh, for the most part never on her own uh, even to this day I have to tell her to do what she is supposed to do on her own and so Lord God in heaven I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ have your Holy Ghost to not give her rest until she comes to know you as Savior and to repent of her sins and to become the godly Christian woman you I have wanted her to be for years, 
And all of, as I have told her, all of her children are gone now, and she cannot get those years back. And Lord, as you know, and as you have shown me, and as I have seen, you are now having me to be honest, uh, rather to be open about these things and transparent about these things. She could have done this without this happening, uh, but it has fallen out for the good of other people. For this transparency and this straightforwardness about this, uh, she may not like it, uh, but it is for the good of hundreds and thousands of others that they would never make that mistake uh, and, and waste 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 years of a life of not loving and caring for her children. Lord, help no mother do that. I thank you for giving me the strength and the grace and the power of your Holy Spirit with ease to handle that and to deal with it. It's only your it's only by your grace, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that, for you know everything that has happened from the time we met until the time uh, of this morning. You, have, you see the evil that is in her and that she does uh, behind the scenes. And, um, and I thank you for that. And I pray that no wife would do that uh, to you, to her husband, or to her children. And I pray that they will learn their lesson, that they need to, some of them need to come home and spend, and spend time with the children, get out, get out of the rat race and leave the job, because the time is going to go extremely fast. And once it is gone, you can't get it back. Uh, she would... She went, uh, She told me recently, even yesterday, she would like to uh, tell them uh, good morning, I love you, or good night, I love you, or something. But she never did it on her own for all of the years they were here, out of pride, stubbornness, and rebelliousness. And I told her it's too late. And so I pray that she will get saved and repent and get a heart right with you. And I pray that other women in the church would do the same, uh, lest you uh, give their husband permission to do what I'm doing. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Lord, as you know, I had to tell her several times, even this morning, get thee behind me, Satan. And Lord, I am well aware that our sweet evangelicals uh, do not like to hear this kind of truth and this reality and this transparency. Uh, but that's the problem in, our, in the church today. People have been lying for years, covering up stuff, hiding stuff, and then we hear about them in the funny paper, paper and it's too late. Everything is destroyed. Uh, help everybody to realize, uh, Lord, that uh, we are still married. Neither one of us are thinking about divorce. Uh, and I have asked her many times uh, if she wants to leave. Uh, uh, and if I've also told her that if she's not willing to obey you and obey your word and obey me, it'll be better for her to leave. It'll be better for the ministry and better for me. And so, uh, and even at that, uh, it doesn't have to be a divorce, uh, but uh, if she is not willing to truly become a saved person and lay aside her pride and act like a saved person here, uh, not only in front of other people, but behind the scenes, 
and show the proper respect and obedience and uh, so forth. and as she has said to her own mother and to her aunt in front of her children that she's the one at fault. She has finally at least come to grips with that. That she's the one at fault. Not my husband. I am. And all the children know that as well. Uh, but some of the ch- children are getting caught up with uh, feminist, devilish women who are trying to perpetuate the lie of the sweet evangelicals that uh, the women are to be put on a pedestal no matter how much of a witch they are. And Lord, I pray that they would come back to their senses and uh, come back to the Bible as well and do what the Bible says. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of her life once and for all, out of the lives of people in my family break this generational curse. It is a demon spirit and it has a hold on my wife and is gaining a hold on even a few of my children. And so, Lord, I pray that you would open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and, Lord, help them all to truly examine themselves and come to know your Savior and uh, to remember your holy word and to live by your holy word. And so, Lord, I do pray today Uh, that you would give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and over the demons of hell. And uh, uh, I do pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts, Lord, from uh, our family and all other Christian families that name the name of Christ and all other people. Lord, so that they can come to know you as Savior. And Holy Father God, I do pray that for those of us who are saved, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And uh, Holy Father Uh, God, we do pray that you will help those of us who are saved by your grace to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving, and mourning. And Lord, help us not only to pray now, but Lord, uh, and I thank you for leading us to pray earlier today. And I believe that's the reason we had such a productive day, even though the devil is fighting and uh, working uh, through my wife to try to hinder this service and the service to follow, as has been the case for over 34 years. And uh, Holy Father God, I uh, pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for those preachers and those people who are trying to serve you and do it the right way who have to deal with a similar demonic spirit from hell because this is a reality as you have told us that we need to put on the whole arm of God for a reason. We need to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful for a reason. Uh, and uh, we need to pray without ceasing for a reason. We need to pray always for a reason. We need to pray a continued instant in prayer for a reason. We need to take heed to your parable that you gave that men ought always to pray and not to faint for a reason. So Lord, uh, help us to take your word and to take you seriously and help everybody to realize who is saved that we are in a spiritual warfare and battle.
Uh, it's not a little cute walk in the park. And so, Holy Father God, uh, none of us should be surprised at these things, for you made it very clear, Lord, that my greatest enemies and all of our greatest enemies will be they who are in our own household, our own flesh and blood, our own kin, our own family members. And then, Lord, when you raise up a prophet, as you have, in, uh, you have done with me, uh, you have made it very clear that a prophet is not without honor, save in his own home among his own kinfolk and family, and so forth. And so, Lord, I thank you so much uh, from uh, rather for separating me from all of that foolishness so that I can uh, tend to the business that you have called me to do. And uh, Holy Father God, I thank you for those family members who support me and who stand with me very wonderfully and very lovingly. And I pray that you'll bless them for doing so. And Holy Father God, I also pray that you would uh, lift our burdens, those of us who are saved and serving you, our cares, our worries, and our anxieties, our troubles, our problems, and our fears. And Lord, we pray that you deliver us from uh, all of our distresses and afflictions. For those of us who are saved everywhere, deliver us from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver each and every one of us also from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, student loan debt, student progress problems, and Lord, deliver everybody, especially your people, from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. Lord, help people who cannot buy furniture for the house to move out of the house and to move into something they can afford and so that they can uh, be in a situation where they're not struggling and um, barely making it. Lord God in heaven, help people who are driving a car and paying a $700 car note, but they can't buy, drive to the grocery store and buy any food to get rid of the car. Uh, Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you'll help people with the quickness humble down uh, at this junction and at this point. And uh, because things are worse, things are getting worse. And so, Lord, uh, I pray that people would not jeopardize their lives for the almighty dollar. Uh, for the coronavirus is going up, up and up, and people don't want to say anything about it because they want to do the American thing, uh, the American way thing, and uh, go gung-ho and do the happy talk when these are not happy times, uh, and we're the ones at fault. So, Holy Father God, I pray that you would bless and protect Lord, my family and all other families that name the name of Christ and all other people, protect us, Holy Father God, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord, help your people to have a, a little talk with you, uh, just like, Lord, um, I don't feel like exercising. There's a part of me that does not feel like praying, but I, I do love how I feel after I exercise, and I love how I feel after I pray to you. So, Lord, help people to see it in that light. That sometimes we have to do things we don't feel like doing that are absolutely necessary. 
and how that once we do them we feel better about uh, things and have a different perspective on things and so Lord uh, we pray that you would glorify your holy name lift up your holy son the Lord Jesus Christ save that soul that is nearest hell revive uh, every Christian and reclaim every backslidden Christian. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus. Proverbs chapter 10 verses 22 through 32. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus. I have the high honor and uh, the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. And it is God's Word, whether you believe it or not. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. It is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. The fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passeth, so is the wicked no more, but the righteous is an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to them that send him. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the froward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh frowardness. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for our time together around your holy word once again. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for how you speak to our hearts from your Holy Word and how you remind us of the things that so many of us have forgotten. So Lord, help us to be not only hearers of your Holy Word, but rememberers of your Holy Word and doers of your Holy Word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible. I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand 
the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. That leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew, 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> now hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life, so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it. And Jesus will save you today. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead. Please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today 
I choose to turn from my sins. With your help, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.